The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Join now and mybookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only app that puts all the knowledge you need to make smart bets in the palm of your hand. Access line movement and public betting trends in real time and track your picks by using their My Picks feature. So head over to betql.co where you can download it for free. And finally, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark provides you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with data-driven editorial content. So make sure you follow Oddshark on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. Hi, this is Billy, and you're listening to World Cup 247 here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the guys on Twitter at SPG Network, that's SGP Network for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Well, the group stages are over. I did a special podcast yesterday with Ryan and Sean where we break down all the group matches very quickly and then do a group analysis there. Uh, So I'm just going to quickly touch on how we did in the group stage and, and particularly how we did yesterday. We started three and one with the conclusion of Group H where uh, we correctly predicted Colombia would win. We correctly predicted that Colombia would win the group and we correctly predicted that Poland would beat Japan. Uh, our futures bet of Senegal to qualify lost out on yellow cards. So that was three and one. Uh, moving on to the England-Belgium group, we already had the England-Belgium straight forecast from the start of the tournament. Uh, and yesterday, we chose to hedge that bet out on England. So the hedge was not really necessary, one and one because England did a better job of trying to lose than Belgium did. And additionally, we had um, Tunisia to win the game as well. So two and one coming out of that group, uh, three and one overall. And one bet that I missed that cashed uh, the day before, Song of Tottenham was Korea's top goal scorer. We gave that out on the Futures podcast with Jeff Cohen. We picked out Song as a career bet for being their top goal scorer. In the 98th minute, he won that bet. Otherwise, you would have had to split it under dead heat rules. So um, 9 to 4 would have become an odds-on payout. In the end, that didn't end up happening. Uh, Song was a clear winner paying out at 9 to 4 there. So really, really good days again good couple of days uh taking our overall total to 53 and 24 taking our units to 57.4 taking our dollar winnings to 5,740 dollars if your one unit bets are 100 dollars a time so absolutely crushing it there coming out of the group stages as i already said on the sports gambling podcast when i did it with ryan and sean i have ended up giving out 15 of the 16 qualifiers, six out of eight on straight forecasts, first and seconds, seven out of eight on dual forecasts, being the teams that actually qualified, six out of eight of last 16 uh, ties predicted. So six of the eight games that 
are happening in the last 16. I called at the start of the tournament. And six out of eight group winners, and one of those obviously were Germany. So everybody failed on that one. So really, really, really good World Cup so far. Really, really happy. Hoping to keep it rolling. And I think we can because I really do like some of these last 16 ties. We're going to be covering them. We're going to be covering six of them on this show um have a look at where you can get the best odds over at odd shark you'll probably be able to get the best odds though at the sponsor of the sports gambling podcast mybookie.ag enter the code sgp50 for a 50 percent deposit bonus if you haven't done already the action kicks off on saturday with the tie of the round immediately a tie that i called at the start when i picked croatia to finish first and argentina to finish second in a straight forecast at plus 550 so it's argentina in second place going up against the group c winners france france are 29 to 20 to win this game in 90 minutes two to one the draw five to two argentina the odds to qualify are france have come in a little bit at minus 150 argentina at 11 11 to 10 i think that's plus 105 um i gave my thoughts about this on the other show and really where i was heading with that one was towards the fact that i think that it's going to be under both teams have only qualified by scoring one goal a game. So three goals each, uh, a boring nil-nil played out by France in the last game. Uh, Argentina needed an 85th minute winner to knock Nigeria out of the competition. So neither team looking really that great. So it doesn't lend itself to a goal fest here or an overly exciting game. Although the chess match on paper and, and even as it will play out, uh, on TV on Saturday will make the game interesting. I hope at this point, those guys that are just starting to get into the tournament or those guys that have only just started soccer, even you can probably appreciate a game where it's a tactical battle where, you know, one mistake will win it. And that could be the case in this game because it could be 1-1-0. It could be a one all. I think, if you're lucky, but I certainly think that under two and a half goals will cash in this game. Um, you just feel, though, overall, if I had to make a pick, I feel like the luck is with Argentina. France have been very, very uninspiring. Didier Deschamps doesn't really even know what he's doing with his team. He just kind of tinkers around with it. Playing people like Matuidi on the left side of a front, of a front three doesn't really make any sense. Uh, people keep saying that Messi hasn't really done much at the tournament, but he's done a lot more than Anton Griezmann. Griezmann of France has only scored one penalty. Uh, and Pogba scored a goal, which the Australian an Australian player kicked off him and it bounced off him and went in off the underside of the bar when they luckily got past Australia. So two very, very unconvincing teams, but I think I'm going to lean slightly towards the lucky one, which is Argentina. But my bet is definitely going to be under two and a half goals in this game. If I could pick an outcome for the game, I would have to take uh, the draw pretty much. But it'd be interesting to see how these teams set up. If Deschamps comes out with a 4-4-2, uh, if, if Argentina stick to a, a back three or not, or whether they, they find room to get Di Maria into this team. Di Maria hasn't really played that well. So it's interesting that they're really trying to fit him in when they've got Dybala on the team. I just don't think Sampoli, the Argentina manager, likes Dybala because Dybala is one of the most highly rated players in in the whole of Europe, in fact, the world. Um, his position is, is a bit of an interesting one, though, because it's kind of Messi's position where he's not a striker, but he likes to sit in behind. So I guess that may be Dybala's problem. A lot of people are pointing to the fact that maybe Sampoli doesn't like him, but it's really quite difficult to get Messi and Dybala on the pitch at the same time, the same way it's difficult to get Higuain and Aguero on the pitch at the same time. But still, regardless of what happens here, interesting game to start off proceedings on Saturday and to start off the last 16 3 p.m. UK time that'll be 
So I guess over in the States, that'll be around about 10 o'clock in the morning. I have no idea what that is on the West Coast. Maybe 7 a.m., I guess, if you want to get up for it, but definitely worth getting up for. Saturday evening, Uruguay versus Portugal. Both teams priced at 2-1 to one and the draw at 2-1. Two 2-1 to one. Two to one across the board here for outcomes on this game. Very weird pricing. Kind of shows how close this one is. Um, both uh, minus 110 to qualify as well. Um, so you really can't get much closer here. Complete and utter pick'em. Uh, I, again, am going to go for the under on this one. I don't think there's going to be goals. Uruguay haven't conceded a single goal in this tournament. Uh, Portugal won the European Championships last time out two years ago by being defensively sound unit and relying on Ronaldo to win the games for them on the other side of the pitch. Uh, in fact, in the last three hours of that European Championship, in fact, three and a half hours because the final went to extra time, Portugal did not concede a single goal, beating Wales by two goals to nil and then beating France one nil in the final. So they are a unit at the back, even though their defense is aging on the other side, we have Godin in the Uruguay team. Who's the, who's the best defender in the world. In my opinion, it's either him or Ramos. Certainly if I was picking a world 11, I'd have both. And obviously I'd also have Cristiano Ronaldo of, of Portugal. So really good players on show here as well. Let's not forget to mention Luis Suarez and Edison Cavani as well, playing in the Uruguay team. I think Uruguay have got slightly more stars, but Portugal have the biggest star on the pitch and he could be a match winner. I have no idea again, how this one could go. This one could go all the way over to penalty shootouts and the game to be decided on penalties is four to one. The previous game to be decided on penalties was five to one. So lots of stuff to like there. If forced to make a pick, I will always take the European game, uh, the European team, sorry, in a toss up uh, when it comes to South Americans versus European teams. But don't love anything there at all. Moving on to Sunday's games, and it starts out with a three o'clock kickoff. The host nation, Russia, going up against Spain. Now, we saw Russia kind of come undone against Uruguay. They played a lot of the game with 10 men uh, and they rested some players. I think it's not really been a big deal for Russia to finish second in this group. It would have worked out perfectly had there not been all that last minute action in Group B. And Russia had actually ended up finishing second with Portugal finishing top. I would have really fancied Russia to beat Portugal. But still, they have a chance here against Spain because they've managed to get a game in Moscow. It's going to be really, really hostile for Spain. I just think Spain are good enough to see it through. I don't like any bet here at all. I don't like Spain in 90 minutes. I don't like Spain in overall. If I was to take anything at two to one, I would take Spain to get it to the final because after this, their route looks like it could be Croatia and possibly the winner of England and Colombia. So it's a very, very favorable side of the draw and it's very, very set up for Spain to get through. Uh, their hardest game is going to be the next one if it does end up being against Croatia. We'll talk about that next. However, sandwiched between that is a team that they're footballingly superior to, which is Russia. And I think they're footballingly superior to England as well if England do manage to get to that semi-final. But I don't really like any kind of bet here for this game. Um, if I was to take anything, and this is a real push, I would take... Spain in the 90 minutes, possibly add it to some kind of parlays. But but in all honesty, stay away here because Spain are going to Moscow, the most hostile place to, to play against the Russians. And uh, I, I've, stranger things have happened in this World Cup. As I said on the other show I did with Ryan and Sean on the Sports Gambling Podcast, South, uh, North Korea 
sorry, North Korea. I was right initially. South Korea did end up knocking Italy out of a World Cup, and it was one of the most poorly officiated games in World Cup history. Have a look. Go and check that one out. Uh, go and have a look. Put it into your Google machine. Uh, 2002. What happened when host nation South Korea went up against Italy? We could easily see that. Is it is it against the realm of possibility that Russia could knock out Spain in a, in a hostile environment with a referee that's intimidated by a Russian crowd? No, absolutely not. Are Spain setting the world on fire? Are they dominant in this World Cup? No. So definitely a live dog here. And for me, a stay away. Croatia versus Denmark finishes the action off on Sunday night. Croatia 19 to 20. Denmark 9 to 2. 23 to 10. The draw. Yep. Loving Croatia in 90 minutes here. They look like the best team in the tournament so far. They were my dark horse at the start of the tournament. They remain my dark horse now. They have a very good chance of beating Spain in the quarterfinal if Spain get there. And if it's Russia against Croatia, I definitely fancy Croatia as well. But I don't think Denmark are going to pose much of a threat. I think they're going to regret not going for it. Uh, not going for it against France and an opportunity to win the group. Although I think Denmark would have been out anyway, even if they'd come up against Argentina. So I think Denmark have done well to get here. They've they've reached the point of expectation, and this is probably the point where they're going to get eliminated. Ericsson is really their only well-cast player on this team. On the other side, we have loaded a loaded, loaded team with Rakitic, Mandzukic, Luka Modric, all on the, on the Croatia team. They look really, really good. And as I said, they had more well-cast players in Argentina, which is why I always pick them, always, all along, pick them to win Group D. And I'm picking them here. 90-minute bet for me, Croatia to get past Denmark relatively easily. As we move on to Monday, two teams here, on Monday that I think you need to parlay possibly with Croatia definitely to qualify the qualification bet of Brazil, Belgium and Croatia pays out at plus 110 the bet for them to all win in 90 minutes with no problems pays out at over 2 to 1 have a look at Oddshark where you're going to where you can bet this but head over to mybookie.ag before you do that enter the promo code SGP50 if you haven't already got an account and see how you can parlay Brazil, Belgium and Croatia in 90 minutes and have an even bigger bet on them to qualify. As I said earlier, we have won plenty of units here. If you've been following along exactly with everything that I've said to do from the very start, 57.4 units. Why not chuck three units on those three teams to qualify? Why not check or chuck one unit on the money line parlay on all of them to go through on 90 minutes because I don't see any problems for these teams at all. Brazil notoriously beat Mexico. And although I do think that Brazil may struggle in the next round against Belgium because Belgium are playing better, have more well-cast players and the, the center backs of Miranda and Silva are old and a weakness and Marcelo is injured and Neymar is not playing well. And Gabriel Jesus can't hit the back of the net if he had two goals to scoring at the moment. Brazil always beat Mexico all day. It's like the analogy we used on the other podcast where Pittsburgh always beat Cleveland, no matter how close the game is. And I do think Mexico will give a good account of themselves, but they are the makers of their own downfall. They messed up the group before uh, they had a chance to win the group. They had to just lose by to Sweden by two goals and ended up losing by three. Mexico are going to regret that now. They're coming up against Brazil. And at 8 to 15 in 90 minutes, Brazil will win this game without a doubt. Um, I think Mexico have really blown a good opportunity to get to the quarterfinals here against potentially uh, England or Belgium. But uh, obviously it has ended up being Belgium, who we'll talk about next. Belgium versus Japan. Again, 
Belgium are one to two, uh, Japan eight to one, and the draw is four to one. Japan, happy to be here, completely and utterly happy to be here, celebrating on the pitch where they when they won, kicking the ball between their defence while they were losing to Poland, showed no ambition to equalise, were just simply reliant on the fact that Senegal were not going to score an equaliser against Colombia. And I, do you know what? Everybody was hoping for Senegal to teach them a lesson when they were doing that. Real disgusting tactics by the Japanese. But like I said, lucky to be here, got here on yellow cards, celebrated it, They've they've outdone themselves and Belgium certainly expect to go to go further here. So this has all the makings of not only Belgium to win on 90 minutes, but a handicap bet as well. Belgium looking really good on the minus one handicap here plays plus six to five. So that's uh, that's plus one twenty over in the States. Can't see anything other than Belgium annihilating Japan here. Uh, but just take the minus one, be a little bit more cautious about that. Um, but yeah, everything leads to that. Uh, the parlay, Brazil, Belgium and Croatia in this group stage. They are the teams to go through qualification price plus one ten. Uh, money line parlay price, 90 minute price. I'm seeing over two to one here. I'm seeing, um, Actually, sorry, over three to one. Sorry, what am I talking about here? A hundred dollars on this returns four hundred and twelve dollars. So three to one on Brazil, Belgium and Croatia in the 90 minutes. But uh, the bigger bet, obviously, as I'm saying, three units. I keep repeating it because I want you to do it. I want us to take our winnings up to 60 units at the end of this round, which would be a six grand profit from the world cup already we couldn't have dreamed it out of the start and that's only for a hundred dollar stakes you may be betting more than that you may be betting less you may be betting fifty dollar maybe your unique stake so you'd still be three grand up so i want us to really make the most of this opportunity because belgium croatia and brazil will be playing in the next round so guys that's it for world cup 247 i have left sweden versus switzerland out for the next podcast and of course i have left england versus colombia out because we are going to do a bigger preview than that were england right to feel the weak team and deliberately try and get on this side of the draw where they now have to face colombia and then potentially the winner of, of switzerland and sweden which will be a clear route to the semi-final where they could play either croatia or spain is it all set up for spain to go through on this side of the group because they have avoided brazil Argentina, France and Belgium. Is it going to be the right move for England? Have teams done the right thing getting themselves into this side of the group? Is it all set up for Spain? Will we be looking at the England-Spain semi-final which England tactically played for or are England going to be humiliated and may and be knocked out by Colombia, making that tactic a big mistake. It's going to be an in-depth preview on the next episode of World Cup 247. Hopefully all you guys have become England supporters now and be hoping England to do well. Um, England did knock out um, Panama, or they beat Panama 6-1, the team that replaced the USA in this World Cup. So hopefully you guys should all be backing England because I'm English and I've won you guys a ton of money during this World Cup, 57.4 units to be exact. So I'll be back on Monday with the next edition of World Cup 247. Good luck with the first six matches in the last 16. Enjoy the games and you'll hear from me again soon. It's 
finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.